Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. So last week we did an episode celebrating all things Sam Dowler, but we're always trying Sam to... Doula. Sam Dowler! <laughs> but we're always trying to um, up our game and do bigger and better things. So now this up week... Up our gay, don't you mean? Up our gay. So this week we're focusing on celebrating something even better than Sam Dowler, which is me, Ed Dyson, because now it's my fucking birthday! <laughs> <laughs> oh bollocks. And I will cry if I, I want to. Come. Believe me, I have <laughs> cried. It's um <laughs> so last week, Sam, I gave you lots of compliments on United Queendom Podcast, which thank you for all listening in. Um and now I think I want to give you the opportunity, should you want to, to return the favour. I've put aside a little oh. just a quick two hour segment here for the compliments. So um <laughs> let's see how many we can get through. Well, well, um, first of all, uh, happy birthday to you. Thank um, you. Sec- second of all, um, I would have liked a bit of notice. Um, well, I thought uh, it'd be so quite easy could... to think of compliments. I, well, I thought it'd be more a case of on. narrowing them down rather than thinking. Hang on, of I've, them. Just, I've just got, <laughs> I've just got, I've got a barrel right here ready to be scraped. <laughs> <laughs> get, get there right Ed, at the bottom, please. Right at the bottom. So, talking of bottoms, Ed. Oh wait, no. It sounds like a um, <laughs> sounds like sounds like the beginning of a roast. No, I will say <laughs> it's um, Sunday. Oh, we're ruining the. The illusion. It's, it's Monday, <laughs> no, no. but the clocks went back, so it's Sunday. <laughs> That's right. We're doing it at 12 o'clock midnight on a Sunday. So, no, on a Monday. So, no, shut up. Let's keep okay. a bit of mystery, shall we? <laughs> yes. So, what I will say about you, Ed Dyson, is... Oh, this is um, so unexpected. Wow. Well, <laughs> is that, um, yeah, we did... Obviously, we met a long time ago, but um, it actually... It took us a little bit of a way to get to be um, as friendly as we are now. And uh, yeah. we used to go to events and stuff. And like, I mean, you've, you've told me that I sat next to you at a Gaga concert. And you were like, yes, I was there. I sat next to you. And I was like, what? But, you um, thought I was I an think, assistant you know... that was there to serve you drinks, I think. <laughs> but yes, it was me. <laughs> but you, but I think... I actually remember that like... night, we, we were really drunk. And on the way out, I said, I turned to you and I said, this was the, I believe it was the Monsters Bottle. I said, I yes. think that was... Um, the best concert I've ever been to. And you just turned to me, smiled and went, you sad bastard. <laughs> and said, do it again. <laughs> and this was when we didn't even know each other that well. I was like, fucking hell, that was shady. <laughs> but it was quite funny. <laughs> you were like, what a horrible cunt. Um, I think, so I think, do you know what? Because oh, I think you, I, I think that you kept like, you kept your, you hid your light under a bushel for me. Or I think that I was too What's busy. That? What does that mean? Well, I've not heard that saying before. It's, it's, it's a, it's a phrase. You're saying I, I hold that... a candle for you, like I have a crush on you. No, Bitch, no. please. Yeah. Hiding your light under a bushel means that like, you don't, like, I didn't, I, I was too self-involved and selfish to spend any time talking to you properly. And then... Well, I wasn't I did, exactly queuing um, up to talk to you either, darling. So I think it was a mutual <laughs> feeling. <laughs> will you just, will you just wait? <laughs> Something good and, better be coming. When, We're free when of we actually, And when we actually started speaking, I was just like, oh my God, why? I'm like, I've known you for like over a year and we haven't been as close. And then literally, and then I started to think... Oh my god, he's so funny. I I'm, I'm really annoying. And then you're one of those people that like and there's only maybe one other person I can think of that I love to make laugh because you make me laugh so much that when I make you laugh, it makes me I think well that was really funny like, to the point where <laughs> oh, well to you the where, to the point where out of you know you like making you laugh makes actually makes me happy and that's um and that's a rare thing oh yeah well you do make me laugh probably more than anyone else i remember there was i forget <laughs> what it was there was one night where you were doing an impression of a cat's anus and i do you remember when i i don't know why we were even <laughs> talking about that and i just couldn't stop laughing but actually i don't know if you remember you must remember because you've said this before the the time when we went from being just people who got on at events uh, to being like more like friend friends was at an event. I forget where we were. I feel like we were in some sort of museum or something. Yes. And you were having yes. boy troubles at the time. I think you were a bit down, Sam Downer. 
And I think uh, we just both happened to be there first at the event, probably because we wanted to smash the free bar before everyone else got there. And so that, so we were just like alone together and like you were a bit sad and we talked and I think you were a bit surprised that I had some some sign of well, a you heart. Had, you had, you had, yeah. Well, the thing is like, I mean, we've all known people on the, on the scene. And the thing is when you spend a lot of time with people... Um, like, I mean, I know, you know how, like, you have a... Well, you say a friend in inverted commas, but there are people out there that, like, you've met so many times that you're not friends with. And it's just, like, there's... You're obviously not going to be friends with them if, you, if you've if you spent loads of time with them and you're still not going to text them or arrange to meet up, etc. like, in your personal time. But, like, I think... Yeah, because you never arrange to see each other, do you? You see, you see these people no, a lot, yeah, but it's exactly. never planned. But you know you're going to see them and you get on, but it's, like, hard to yeah, tell where exactly. that fits into life, really. Exactly. And that was a... Re- I remember the event you were talking about, and I remember exactly what was going on and I was in a really shitty place one of the worst places ever and like, like IBS obviously boy <laughs> <laughs> it was shit shit was literally up the walls um, Sambrella it was, it was a dirty it was a dirty it was a dirty protest <laughs> and I think and I think yeah that you were basically really super kind to me and I was just like wow like really helpful and you know and I just thought there's he's funny and he's got a big fat fucking ass no heart <laughs> and it was so <laughs> and it was you know and it, as I mean it sort of like opened up like a flower and that is um, even more compliments for you my ass did not open up like cunt. a flower but not that day anyway it opened up like a sewer <laughs> um, yeah I mean I did bitch about you afterwards and make fun of you but at the time I remember being quite nice to your face no I didn't um, oh well thank you I'll t- I mean I was expecting uh, a more variety of compliments but I will take that that's very sweet well heartfelt genuine I love you compliments that wasn't enough yeah that well you didn't actually say I love you you said it then so I guess well I just did alright oh thank you and uh, are you wanting to sing to me at all or Okay, I can do. Would you like me to sing? I could, uh, there's a song I have in mind. Well, I thought. Okay, I'm gonna do a me- I'm gonna do a medley of birthday songs. All right. Oh God. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Did the record just skip? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Edward Day Sion. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Why you did um, Marilyn Monroe turn into Sharon Osbourne within the space of a second then? Uh, I told you it was a medley. I didn't say it was a good one. It was one. a mentally, but yes. Uh, thank you, I loved that. That was very enjoyable. It's not actually my birthday yet, it's Tuesday, but we're celebrating it early. Um, yeah. Although on my birthday, I am seeing you, aren't I? We're going for dinner. You are, yes. With my partner and our friend Dan, which I don't know how this is figured out. I know we're in tier two, tier three, whatever, but Dan's figured it out that because of emotional support bubbles, which sounds like a bad case of piles to me, but that's um, he's figured it out that we can all be together and we're not breaking any rules, apparently. Well, well done him. Well done him. I'll wear my, I'll wear my mask throughout unless I'm poking in a morsel. Oh, please do. That as a birthday present to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Or I might get one of those masks where, you, where it's got a, a mouth hole. A glory hole mask. I think that really defeats the, the purpose. You're then just... Not a nose hole, a mouth hole. You, but you breathe out your mouth. <clears throat> Mouths aren't just for putting dicks in, you know. You do breathe out of them, Sam. Oh, <laughs> my mistake. We're, we're talking <laughs> and we're learning. There's a lot going on today. <laughs> Every day's a school day. Um, on Friday night, I was just going to mention before we get... We're doing a Madonna episode today as a special present to me, but I just wanted to mention, I actually went to a first drag show I've been for in a while on Friday night, apart from that drag brunch we went to, but that's blackout drunk, so I don't remember it. It was called um, <laughs> Slav For You, and it's a Polish drag night, as they kept saying... The biggest Polish, biggest Polish drag show in the world. I well, You do like a good poll. I hasten to add probably the only Polish drag show going, so quite easy to be the biggest. But that was happening mm-hmm. at the Clapham Grand. and How was it? Um, the show was okay. Um, <laughs> a glowing review there. But my, f- <laughs> I know, wow. my friend took me, I- who works for a, a gay website, I won't say the name because I have my issues there. But um, he took me as his plus one <laughs> and they we arrived and I was quite, uh, it's good to be at an event again because like haven't been to one mm. in a while. But then we, we mm. came in and we weren't on the list. So I was like, oh, just like old times. And then um, he said, oh no, like I'm on guest list, press list. And they were like, oh yeah, you're on this separate list. We've got a special seat for you. And then they took us as if we were going to be at this VIP booth, like center stage, like the best seats in the house. And then they go and sit as like basically in the, 
in a tangle of wires by the the DJ set sound booth. Like it looked like we were just there to work a technical shift. And you know how I feel about technology. So we get lumped in these wires and then uh, get treated like we're meant to be thrilled about it. And we said, could, would we be able to have a table? Like everyone else has a table. And they were like, well, they paid. I was like, oh, wow, we're really getting the VIP treatment here, aren't we? Oh, oh the old... Um... <laughs> the old voucher thing. Um, I, I know that my my mum and sorry, my dad and my sister went to a a falconry display that they got on. Um, oh God, my worst. No, not, is, is it is it well, No, what's it? Is it voucher? No, it's not. It's um, what's that one when you when you pay like a cheap price to get something? OnlyFans. No. Oh, um, no, I can't. Yes, that's it. Uh, so they went to a Groupon thing, and um, so when they got there, they basically separated the Groupon people from the normal people that had paid normal and people. made them wear a well made well made them wear a bracelet set like and then, and then as they went round and did stuff they were like oh no you can't do that because you're on Groupon oh no no that's not allowed don't like, look at people they, in the eye you're on Groupon yeah. you're not a person you're a Groupon yeah, they, they had like worse food they weren't allowed to participate in loads of it they basically had to like stand in some sort of cage and like and just look on at the, Ooh, these fun. people pay these people pay these people paid a normal amount and you're obviously cheap ass Come, come, rags, and um, and so they weren't they weren't allowed to. I mean, shock. So that's basically what you had to. Because I've I've had that before when you. So sometimes if you're a journalist, they say, oh, you know, obviously they give you everything because they want you to write it up. Not everything. It's really good, but some, but some, but sometimes they, but sometimes they go the other way, like it obviously was with this, where they give you nothing because they know you haven't paid for it. Oh yeah, at one point I was clapping. They're like, excuse me, are you enjoying yourself? You didn't pay. Stop that, that now. Turn that smile upside down. But then they did actually move us to like a, a little, uh, what do they call it? It's not a stall. Booth. A boo- you know, when it's overlooking the stage. Well, I don't know the name of it. Upper circle. What's it called? Uh, a turret. Dress circle. Oh, okay. But you know, like those two old yeah. men in Sesame Street, or oh, the Muppets, whatever it is. Yes. So we were the like Muppets. them. So then we were thrilled. We went over there. We got some drinks. And, and you can spit at people from there as well. Oh, and we did. I mean, I'm not one for spitting, mm-hmm. but on that occasion. And then, just, oh, as, we're, but not with COVID. just as we're settling in, the manager comes up behind us. And bear in mind, this is a manager who I had a meeting with to be sponsored of this podcast, which he did not end up doing. So I knew him from before. He came up behind us. You knew him from turning you down. I knew him from previous rejection. And then he said, <laughs> first of all, he's like, how are you guys? We're like, yeah, loving our new seats. He's like, oh, well, that's a shame because actually we've just resold these seats. So now we're going to move Shut you back up. over with the wires. So I'm like, back in the wires? You can't keep doing this to me. This is torture. So they move us back over to the wires. I'm, for, for, for me, I'm keeping quite oh, a lid on things. I, I was just, just going to say, I'm assuming you would have blowed your stack by now. Well, bear in mind, I'm the plus one. So I'm not the person who was invited. So I'm trying to, and my friend is very oh, wow. non-confrontational, very mild. Some would say pathetic. Not a word I would use, but that's... <laughs> Mild-mannered, let's um, say. And so I don't want to pop off when it really is for him to do, but he's not doing it. So, But the manager says what I think is the right thing to say which is we'll give you a couple of complimentary free drinks and i'm like okay that works take me back to the wires give me a drink we're back in the wires the show starts sam and you know me an hour Mm -hmm. goes by and we don't get brought any drinks and bear in mind it's not even just not getting brought the free apology drinks we don't even get served as in like we can't buy drinks because i would have bought my own in that time while waiting for the other drinks an hour at a Polish drag show without a drink. When have you ever seen me for, go longer than an hour without a drink? I mean, it doesn't happen. Not even, not even at a drag show. I'm in real life. Sometimes at breakfast, and I mean sometimes. But this is you like, have to get up in the middle of the night to have a drink. So, <laughs> a drink and a piss. Sometimes both at the same time. Sometimes I drink the piss. No. Um, so I'm sitting there in the wires, seething, and like. The the drag queens on stage, the Polish drag queens are like, anybody thirsty? Order a drink. And I'm like, me, me. And like, and they're not just not serving us because we're basically not sat at a table. Did you shout? Did you shout me? I shouted me, me and my friend's like, shh, shh, like embarrassed. And I keep asking <laughs> the, per- the DJ manager person next to us, like, are our drinks coming? Are they coming? Like, oh my God, have you not got them yet? I was like, no, I haven't. It's like, no, no, we haven't. That's what I'm asking. So then after an hour, the manager comes up to us, just hands us the drinks, doesn't say a word. And then as if to walk away. And I'm just like, Oh no! So, uh, as you would imagine, I completely oh, explode. 
<laughs> and I'm not talking diarrhea. I mean, I verbally explode <laughs> like this is unacceptable. Like, I, how have you like these drinks were meant to be making up for our bad treatment, and now they've come an hour late with no apology. Where's the apology? What's going and on? They, and now the and now the drinks are the bad treatment. I know. And now you're just piling shit on shit on shit. And my friend is like absolutely mortified by my behaviour. And it's like, am I out of order? <laughs> um, no, you're absolutely. I mean, you not, probably would have been would... mortified as well. So no, I wouldn't because um, I mean. I mean, you would have been seething not to drink for an hour as well. So I think I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have even been annoyed by getting moved around because that's that's fine. I get it. They need to make money during this during this difficult time. Yes, I get and, that. Um, and so I get that. And so the so the so the complimentary drinks are for that. And I know for a fact that places like that, the markup on drinks is so ridiculous. So it's a, it doesn't. Obviously, they would prefer you bought them because that would make them more money. But free drinks don't really cost them very much at all. Well, and I was uh, but so, I was willing to be buying drinks. No one was even offering me the yeah, opportunity exactly, to do that. Exactly. So. They missed so, out so on therefore, so much money. I probably would have spent over 50 quid in that hour and they didn't even come over so to therefore, me. Therefore, I think 50 quid in an hour. Jesus, what were you buying? The drinks are very expensive. <laughs> so it was like, I bought a bottle of Prosecco when I eventually was given service and that cost £30. So I reckon yeah. we could have got through two bottles in the hour, probably, especially with yeah, one no, of the people Yeah, no, I reckon you me. could have done. We, we certainly managed at the drag brunch. Well, that was and in five I minutes, th- we managed two bottles. <laughs> But I think, but I think you absolutely when you get when you actually get mistreated, I don't think there's anything wrong with. I mean, blowing. I mean, if I don't believe in swearing, calling someone no, I didn't a, swear. a fucking cunt or anything like that. But I do, I do believe I in telling someone about themselves. And what did so? What did he say after you, after you unleashed? Well, he had a mask on, so he couldn't really tell what he was saying. I couldn't really, which it was a shame because I wanted a look of shame on his face. But the thing is, it's like, and I was talking to my friend about this yesterday. There's a whole thing at the moment about the joke about Karens, which is funny, but like basically any time you make a complaint now, like the whole mm. narrative is that mm. you are kind of like a Karen or out of order. It's like, no, people who mm. go into places, restaurants, bars, looking for things to complain about and take pleasure in complaining, those are bad people. Yeah, you yeah. should feel bad. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, there are yeah. actually valid times when everyone, if they're not getting good service and they're paying, should be able to mm-hmm. give that feedback without fear of mm-hmm. looking like a monster. And that's what upset me about my friend. He was kind of acting as if I was being this unreasonable tyrant when I'm like well mm. no we're being mistreated we're not being apologised to I'm a reasonable mm. person and it just really soured my whole evening and it's like we don't get to get out much these days if at all mm. so when you do mm. and then venues are treating you badly when you're the people who are actually keeping these venues afloat if they are afloat I mean mo- yeah. Clapham Ground will probably be fucking closed within- oh sorry I just dropped a hanger you- no wire hangers <laughs> I've never even seen that film it's just quoted so much I know that's a quote I, I think, <laughs> whoa, it's your birthday, calm down. I have to say, though, um, I, I did a couple of eat outs to help out, right? Eat, eat me out to help you we out. We don't want to hear about your um, sex life anymore, Sam, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I ate a few people out to help them out. No, I, I, and the thing is, and the thing is I, agree, I agree with you. Like, I, a couple of times I did have to say something about uh, maybe like, the quality of the food or something, and I was like, oh, this isn't really very nice, or this isn't what I want. Or, this Obviously, isn't what I this isn't very nice. What a great review. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm terribly sorry, and, but this is inedible. And because the thing is, like, I mean, you should be when there's less people there, there's, and there's, and you know, and you and you're wanting to make a good impression and stuff. Like, um, you need to get sort of like go the extra mile because we're going the extra mile to to come and to do something. And they like at least, I mean, normal service. Do you know what I mean? Normal good service. So if something's poor, um, you should say something about it. Yeah, there's always. something awful going on at the moment. Like within when you walk into a shop. Or into a restaurant or a bar when you when you are allowed or whatever. Um, within seconds, you're like scalded. You're like even when you walk in with your mask, it's like oh no, hand sanitizer. Oh no, have you track and trace? And it's like it's not the fact. Obviously, they're following the rules that they've been told to do, and we have to as well. Mm. But it's the tone. It's like <laughs> you treat it like you're some sort of nuisance or pest or like criminal. And it's like actually, when we are allowed to go out, we're the people who are trying mm. to keep your jobs alive. Like, would you rather customers didn't come and you all lost your jobs? Like, I just don't really understand where this animosity towards customers is coming from. I can, un- I can understand from. where that. I can understand where that comes from in the way that. Um, I mean, it's obviously, it just all comes down to, you know, how you are as a server. I think, and I think like, um, whereas if you're, I mean, obviously, I get served by so many good people all the time, and you know, and they they're doing a really good job. But I think if some, if you're already a bit of a shitty server, then you just take the opportunity to. <laughs> have a good yell. I mean, this is this is jobs worth heaven. Do you know what I mean? That's like, the you thing. Can, jobs worth like, are really riding the because I've worked in a million oh, bars and restaurants, and I yeah. wasn't the best server. I'll put my hands up, but I was never like 
actively acted mm. like I hated customers. Like maybe I'd be a bit mm. sloppy or maybe sometimes I'd get a bit mm-hmm. of an attitude if someone was rude to me, but I'd wait for them to be rude first. I don't just start treating customers who walk through the door like they're shit, which is how, what's happening at the moment. And it just seems oh, to be... I know. Tony, that happened to my mum in Sainsbury's this week. She, she had, was shoplifting, so to be fair. So that is a different she, story. <laughs> she, she, she had a couple of bags of brown <laughs> and was trying to leave. No, she... Um, what aisle she is was, that she was, on? She was, she was, <laughs> Pharmaceuticals, orbs. Um, <laughs> heroin in the bagging area. Mm. She basically, she was a heroine after this tale. She's basically <laughs> collecting these, um, these like little Lego cards, right? That you spend a certain amount of money, and they give you, they give you these cards like for every ten pounds you spend to give to kids, right? And so she was collecting them for my nieces, and she said to somebody behind her, or no, somebody in front of her who spent like a hundred quid, she was like, "Oh, can I, can I get the cards that because they didn't want them?" And then the server was like, "No, she, you can't have them. Like if he doesn't want them, then." then he can't have them. So, like, you, you can't have them. He can't just pass them to you. And she was like, why not? That's ridiculous. And the man was like, okay, well, I, well I'll have them then. And fully intent, he was like, she was, she was like, no, you can't have them because you're just going to give them to her. And he was like, yeah, that's right. And I just bought, spent all the money, so I'll take them. She was like, no, you can't have them. And like, basically, <laughs> went completely... No. And, then, and, then, and, and then she was... This person was, like, shouting at somebody else. Like, Get back! Get back! And it was like, what? honey... Like the man in like, Titanic with the gun. Get back, I say! <laughs> yeah. Where were the children <laughs> first? She, Give us a chance! And then she shot a gun in the air and it was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) What, the price gun? (laughs) Uh, She she was like, get back in the hell. She she was going to laminate all of us. Um, No, it was, do you know what it was? But this is what I mean. It's exactly it. Like, I think, if you're already a bit in that Jobsworth headspace, you either go one way, if you're like a good server, then you're like really super nice and everybody sort of cares for each other. And I love the way that, that everyone's pulling together like that. But the, on the other side, they are horrendous and taking full advantage of being an absolute cunt. I know. And it's just, I don't know, it's getting me down. It's a hard time of year. The prospects look bleak mm. and it's mm. getting colder. And I hope that mm-hmm. this show provides us all with a little bit of a cheer up in there when there's not a lot to be cheery about. But in typical us fashion, I should have known we'd do this. Usually what we do is have a theme of an episode and we always end up talking about Madonna no matter what the theme is. But this theme of the episode was Madonna and we've not <laughs> fucking mentioned her yet. So <laughs> let's get on to this is the birthday present to me. We're talking about Madonna. Although I'm going to start on a negative note. because. Great. <laughs> Just while we're trying to cheer people up, yeah? <laughs> because I recently found out that me and Madonna will never collaborate, and it's actually quite gutting. And I know that many people probably never expected the Madonna-Ed Dyson collaboration, but I've always kind of thought it was we were working why towards is, it. Why is that? Because I read an article, and it was about um, the French DJ David Guetta. David Guetta? Gwe- God, have I ever sounded yeah. older? Um, <laughs> and apparently Madonna went for lunch with him, and they were talking about collaborating, because he did a remix of... Which song did he remix Revolver from her Celebration Greatest Hits and he won a Grammy for yeah. it for Best Remix. So they met up with the idea of actually creating new material together, new material girl. Mm-hmm. And then they were mm-hmm. chatting, chatting away. And then she asked what his star sign was. And he said that he is a Scorpio, a.k.a. same as me. And Madonna completely oh, shut no. down the meeting and said she refuses to work with Scorpios. The thing is, like, he must. She must have said that in the meeting, like, and he like deadpan as she does, and he must have been like, <laughs> "I know, right? People are crazy. <laughs> you sad bastard." And she's in the words of Sam And then she's got this deadpan face on, like, mm, or rather, one of her one of her new faces, perhaps. Oh, I wondered and, how long um, it would take you to get onto the face. <laughs> Do you know what, Sam? If you but, if you uh, want to be toxic, maybe this is your opportunity. Go on, get it out of the way, and then we can focus on some nicer things. Um, first of all, I just I just love Madge. I do love Madge. But she hates I'm... being called Madge, so you're already off on a bad foot. You've mentioned Madonna. the two things she hates most. Know... Talking about a plastic surgery and talking about her calling her Madge. Two things she hates. Also, also she hates... Um, this is the thing. She doesn't laugh at herself. That is my only problem with Madonna. She's got a great sense of humour. Yeah, but she doesn't really laugh at her own faults. Like, you can, you're not allowed to mention her falling over at the Brits, for example. And um, you wouldn't be allowed no, to mention any, anything to do with her plastic surgery. And I think, like, just, she just put a picture up recently. And, like, I mean, obviously, she's wrinkle-free, but she just looked a little alien. I mean, she looked like she had prosthetics on. What's that about? But did you see the new pictures that they've put out? Where she Maybe she just, maybe she just had it done and she was just looking puffy that I day. I think when you have surgery like that done... It takes a while to settle down. Well, it it looks like she said cheek fillers, yeah. I mean, it's not for me to speak on her behalf, just because we are, well, is friends a strong word? We are... 
I'm a well, fan. a lie. <laughs> yeah, it's a lie. That's what it is. Um, and we're not going to be clever. It's that much is clear now. But yeah, I think yeah. she looks great in some of the pictures she put out recently. I know the pictures you're mm. referring to and they did not look so cute. But we all have mm. our off days, even me, believe it or not. What? I'm actually my... I refuse. Considering it's my birthday, it's quite ironic. I'm actually currently in my birthday suit, which is a lovely visual for you. And <laughs> not only is it a oh. horrific visual, my whole body is completely red. And I'll tell you why, and this might be quite controversial, but I, I did use a sunbed this week. And I... Um, wow. I did it because... I, I didn't think they were still going. They're still going. And I did it because, A, I wanted to tan, big shock. And B, I believe it's good for your mental health. When you're, you're missing like essential vitamins when it's not sunny and I actually it's vitamin D yes and it is it is and we all like a bit of D don't we well we do like a nice big D (laughs) and um, I think or VD vitamin D I call it Um, (laughs) you've had plenty uh, of VDs in your day so uh, plenty so I think so like sometimes like even during lockdown I would do a full over um, like fake tan because I would, it would instantly make me feel better. It but that's does. just a cosmetic thing, isn't it? That's not... Yeah, I know it's a cosmetic thing, but you're talking about vitamin D. I know what you're saying. But the sunbed obviously is controversial because uh, people say it raises your chance of skin cancer, which it definitely does. And definitely if you do it like I did. Because I've usually... I started it last year after having never done it my whole life because I'm quite naturally dark-skinned, mm. which is one of mm. my favourite things about myself. But in winter, even... <laughs> even one of my favourite things about me is... One of my top 100 favourite things, if I had to whittle it down, <laughs> is... No, it's probably the only thing I really like about myself, uh, as well oh. as my big, fat ass, juicy ass. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> is, uh, yeah, but in the mm. winter, obviously, it just doesn't meet up to the standards. So last year, I started doing a, a five-minute session every few weeks, and it really did lift the mood, really did... Uh, make me look like the bronze god that mm. I believe I am. Mm. Uh, but this time mm-hmm. I pushed my look, as I always do, take it too far, and I did 10 minutes. And since then, oh, shit. I've been looking redder than a Taylor Swift album. Well, red. It's quite... <laughs> uh, because it does also... It takes, it takes a while to go down, doesn't it? Because if you especially use like a, one of those tingle creams... Oh, um, Sam, I'm in which, so much um, pain. They, they make it really spiky. and um, Well, they basically tell you to... You know your own limits. Um, so you went too far, clearly, didn't you? I went As too far because you can't really tell when you're in the sunbed that you're burning. And then you can't really tell straight after you've left. And then mm. the next day, well, I noticed when I got home, oh, I'm red it, and I'm in pain. And then when you get in the bath, the pain is similar with actual sunburn from the sun. It's just quite mm. excruciating, really. And now it I is, feel yeah. very foolish. Luckily, my face is quite nice and brown, but my back and my ash, my ash and hallen. And my thighs are just very, very red. I just look like I've been given a massive Chinese burn. <laughs> well, we blame well, everything on China these you... days, don't we? I'm, I'm sorry. It's a Chinese burn, a Chinese flu. I mean, what next? Chinese food. <laughs> um, I think. <laughs> I think. Um, I'm, I'm just. I'm just really. I'm just really sorry that it's that we're only doing audio on Zoom and not not. Um, you know. Not picture. Well, just imagine Violet from. Um... Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Violet, you're trying to violet. That's pretty much where I am. But let's get back onto Madonna. Um, so let's. So what? Can I just ask you what the? Because I know you. So basically, her face went down, and then she did those rather good pictures. I have to say, where she's in like um, in futuristic. Yeah, yeah, got, yeah. Yeah. Is that is that for anything? I actually think it was PR damage control. Uh, for like, because those other pictures were kind of going a bit viral, and everyone was saying, "Madonna, what have you done to your face?" I think she want. I think the the fillers might have calmed down, and that her team were maybe just a bit like, "I think we should put out some nice pictures to." Because since she's put out the new she's, pictures, she's the old pictures have stopped, of them. Yeah, circulating. So if it was a PR move, but yeah, I don't think she's promoting anything. She, um, mm. I mean, she's on the the Dua Lipa song, but I mean, she's not obviously advertising that. Uh, she didn't really appear in the video. I think she's. Is she putting anything out at the moment? I don't think so. I think her next thing is going to be the 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 Madonna film that she's helping to write and possibly direct, mm. isn't she? The the biopic. Well, there's certainly been a lot of videos of her of her writing with Juno Temple. Yeah, look, is look, Juno I'm Tem- writing. Is it Juno? Is it Juno Temple? What is Juno Temple? Yeah, but I only know who she is in relation to this. But she, what did she write before? Um, she had something big before. No, she no uh, no. Juno Temple is an actress. <laughs> I think she is an actress as well, though the woman writing it. Uh, no, Juno Temple is an English actress. The um, is an English ac- actress. Um, she the woman who she's doing it with is um, some. She wrote the film Juno. Her name oh, is um, oh god that is yeah. Her name is Diablo Cody. That's it. Juno is literally one of my favorite films of the last. Is it in the last decade? Last two decades. I love it so, yes. so, 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 so much. 
I've got such well, a way with so my she's, reviews, haven't I? So she's, so she's, she's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how I hear it the word count. We've got 300 words on Juno. It was so, 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 so good. Yeah. <laughs> Put some more so's in. I think, um, yeah, so she's, she's writing it with Diablo Cody, who wrote Juno. Juno Temple is an actress, um, so that's not the right person. I'm glad we cleared that. So, um, we don't need the lawyers on. Yeah. I've had enough of Madonna's I could feel, lawyers. I could, I could feel in my waters it was wrong. So, uh, so that's good, because you, cause, you know, <coughs> Diablo Cody's a really good a writer. And I think, you know, I mean, people slag Madonna, but she writes her own music, and she always has. And... Um, She's, you know, intelligent and she's funny. So I think she will do a good job and she's got a good writing partner. Yeah, although I do <clears throat> kind of agree sometimes that stars maybe shouldn't be that involved with their own biopics because I think that's when you, you're impossible, it's impossible for you to be unbiased and allow the story to kind of be as good as it can be because you know what really happened. Well, you won't. And also, you uh, do you think... So, like, for example, with uh, Rocket, Rocket Man, Man yeah. obviously, yeah. Obviously, he and also with... Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. With... Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, so obviously, whenever well, no, Brian May was like super involved, like for example, there's that scene where he's like, where Freddie Mercury wants to do more drugs, and Brian, May, the young Brian May, goes, "No, guys, let's all go," or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> really, babes? I mean, like, you know, oh, he had like, a bag of brown. You best believe. Yeah, no, I yeah, met exactly like Brian May last year, and he was really flirty with me. And I'm not one of those journalists who goes around saying every person I interview is flirty with me. Like some journalists we know, I won't name any names, but I think you know who I'm talking about. But who wouldn't who wouldn't run that grey fuzz down down below, eh? Anita Dobson, <laughs> is that a <her> name? <laughs> not anymore. Is, oh wait, they're still married. Yeah. Well I've started calling Brian Gay now. I'm not outing him, but he was very flirty and you know I like an older man, but well, that is pushing it. He probably he probably knows how to manipulate a journalist, um so therefore No, because we weren't news. even really interviewing him. We were at an event and he just started kind of talking to me. He was calling me like honey and darling and stuff and I was like Maybe fancied you. Oh, I love that you have to go through so many other options before you finally get to that one. Maybe he... Oh, maybe he actually maybe, did Maybe. Like maybe he actually did fancy you. <laughs> maybe I reminded him of a young Freddy. <laughs> My teeth are quite large. Definitely. <laughs> Not goofy enough. I'm I think um, that he... I think that... Um, so I agree with you. And I just... So I do, I do think because Madonna was there, she will have the best... She will know the best about what happened. But I think, yeah, like you say, it would be impossible for her not... To, to make like if she comes off the whole time as this amazing non-ridiculous person then you know obviously she's had too much of a hand in it but yeah. i think i think she would be able to you know talk about the tough times and stuff as well um as well and not just appear as like this you know this icon although she probably will do well the thing is madonna's early story it's fascinating and that's why it's such good subject matter for a film but she was very mm. ambitious blonde ambition and very ruthless mm. and she a lot of people say that she kind of stomped over them used them disposed of them mm. to get to the top and that's how she managed it mm. and obviously we know how she went on to become like the biggest star in the world but i, I mm. imagine she won't want to portray a lot of those stories the way they are and i think they're actually a lot of the juicy stuff and i don't want mm. madonna to like come across as like a bad person or be villainized but mm. i also do want the nitty-gritty real story i don't mm. want the yeah. like kind of whitewashed not whitewashed what do i mean the kind of you know sparkly yeah, well, I version know of it yeah, rose-scented spectacles. Yeah, exactly. I think that she. I think. I think that she should. She. Um, well, I mean, obviously, it remains to be seen. But um, but one of the good thing I will say is that she was, and you know, she was always beautiful. So we won't. We won't get the the Rocket Man, Taron Egerton nonsense. Ah, yeah. And you know, and we'll get. You know, she'll get. They'll find an actress with enough spunk to play. You know, a young Madonna, but also you know, be really attractive with it because like. She's got so many signature looks, and I'm I'm assuming it'll be. I mean, how it's a biopic, but from when to when? Do you know, it'll obviously be the you know the creation story, like they say in comics. But um, up until when though? Do we think? I think it'll be like nineteen eighty to like nineteen eighty five, because I think I don't I, I don't think this is the same thing. But there was a script going around that I believe was called Blonde. Was it called Blonde Ambition? Uh, a few mm. years ago that someone else had written and it was about the period just before she got famous because I think that's the fascinating period because Madonna, the, the, mm. the fable goes and a lot of people say this is kind of a myth at this point but that Madonna left uh, Michigan with $35 in her pocket got a bus to New York, was penniless was basically homeless and would just mm. couch surf this was the period where she was sexually assaulted which I know she's going to open up about and talk about in the film and yeah. she was basically going from job to job. She worked at Burger King, Dunkin' Donuts. She'd always get fired because she'd give the customers sass. And, uh, but during this period, she was writing music. She was in a band um, and mm -hmm. 
The band eventually she took over and it ended up being called M. It was originally, I think it was called The Breakfast Club, if I'm not mistaken. And she was writing her songs and she was going from club to club in gay bars, like giving them her tape, like mm-hmm. saying, you have to play it. Mm-hmm. She's being so forceful. I mean, she got her record deal, apparently. The guy who was offering it to her had a heart attack. So she visited the hospital and made him sign the record deal in his hospital bed. <laughs> like, all these that's, stories that I think they're not going to include. Catholic, that's a comedy trope when somebody's about to sign something, they have a heart attack and you and you and you move their dead hand to sign to sign. I think that actually really happened. Well, they I could be so. urban myths, so maybe Madonna's story will be more authentic. Obviously, she was actually mm. there, and a lot of these people are mm. saying stuff. And we know that in showbiz, people when when you're famous like to kind of either just make stuff up or embellish the truth. So I don't know. Yeah. I probably. I'd probably most like to read a book from Madonna before I saw a film, and then maybe I'd like to see someone else take that book and do their own version, but maybe not have her involved. Yeah. But this is what we're getting, and obviously we will be front and queue. There's no denying that. Yay! <laughs> that was a very underwhelming yay, but we'll yay. take it. No, I mean, I, w- I would definitely 100% go and see it. I mean, I don't think... W- I mean, would it be a musical, or I guess it'll just be a bi- biopic like... Um, I definitely don't think it'd be a musical, especially if they're doing pre-fame, because those songs won't exist yet. But if, if they do mm. go in... I mean, maybe the film will end with her kind of rise to fame, although it, it, her first year of fame was big, but it wasn't till the second album, Like a Virgin, where I she think, became a I superstar. I think it will... I think it might end around Vogue. VMAs. I think. Oh, what did you say? Yeah, Vogue. Well, no, that's nineteen ninety, so they'd have to go quite far. In I know for it that. is. Yeah, I think I think it'll be from, you know, like the the beginning to about then, because that was sort of like that was when she was worldwide, um, just like the most famous woman in the world. You couldn't move for Madonna. That was. I mean, because then it because then it started to get controversial with erotica. Yeah, but that was peak. That was peak when the but the naughty thing she'd done was hanky panky. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I think that, that was, was the peak, peak, peak. Um, yeah, exactly. The very, so I think they'll stop there. Maybe they want a sequel. Who knows? Um, but mm. yes, that, have you seen the woman who's been like publicly auditioning to play Madonna in the film? She's like no. she's an actress. She's not that famous, but she's been in some stuff. But she's been tweeting pictures of herself dressed as Madonna in, in her most iconic outfits, and she looks so much like her. Does she? I really want to remember the good woman's what's, name now. I've... What's her? Oh yeah, find out her name. Right, Madonna. What am I googling? Madonna actress audition. <laughs> oh my god! Live ambition. googling. I'm really good at googling. Um, <laughs> wow, you're gonna put that on your CV. I am. Sometimes people WhatsApp me with like, "Hey, have you got any idea f- for this? Like, have you got any suggestions for this?" And I like Google and then send them, and they're like, "Oh, thank you so much." I'm like. Am I the only person who knows how to do this? (laughs) Has everyone else bypassed Google? I'm not the most tech-savvy person. I say that now, but I actually cannot find the name of this fucking woman, so clearly I'm not that good at Googling. Wow, happy birthday, you. Anne Winters. (laughs) Yes, Anne Winters. So not Anna Winters, Uh, who would not be playing a young Madonna. I don't think she could even carry off. Not Shelley Winters, because she's been dead for years. Not Ivy Winters. That's a drag race contestant. No, that's a drag queen. Oh, well done, you knew. (laughs) So she's in 13 Reasons Why, which is that Netflix show that I didn't watch. Oh, the one about suicide with Demi Lovato. What I thought we would do is, well, I was going to go over the favourite songs and albums, but I feel like we've probably covered it before. So everyone, everyone, I've said a million times. I don't think we have. We did it with, we did it with Kylie. We didn't do it with Madonna. Okay, so my favourite, if I had to pick three songs, my favourite song of all time, not just even Madonna, my favourite song of any artist of all time is Like a Prayer, and I want it at my funeral, mm-hmm. uh, which hopefully you'll Your be at. song. Song ever. Yeah. And then my mm-hmm. two other Madonna selections would be The Power of Goodbye, because it's very special to me, and then Vogue, mm-hmm. book, just because it's so unbelievably iconic, like we kind of touched on. So what would be your yep. three choices, Sam Dula? Oh, that is really, really hard. It's I mean, hard. this is where this is where it gets to, you know, because when you start thinking about it, when I start thinking about the discography, the back cat, um... You know, it it blows Kylie out of the water, I think. Um, uh, even though I'm pretty sure I said the opposite <laughs> on the Kylie. I think... Fair weather um, fan. No, I'm definitely not fair weather fan when it comes to Madonna. It's just, you know, there's... You know, it's been a personal... It's been a personal mission. Because um, I, I think Erotica is one of my favourite albums of all of them. It's um, really good, isn't it? Rain is in my top three, or, I mean, I have to, I can only pick one from Roska, so it would either be Rain or Bad Girl. Rain's a incredible. really good video as well, and Bad Girl. She had some really good videos in that era. That was, I mean, she this, always this, does. That was, 
that was prime match for me. That's when I was the most obsessed because that's when I went to um girly show. I went like I I'd done my hair like <laughs> Dita. <laughs> I mean, I'd gone the whole way, babes. Um, and I was completely obsessed. That's why I, I queued up for eight hours at Wembley to to get to be at the front, and it was just fucking. It was one of the best nights of my life. I still remember it to this day. I'm so jealous. Um, why do you have to be so fucking young? <laughs> I know, babe, sans. You should be an old crone like me. <laughs> um, so, I mean, the thing is, there's album tracks like Till Death Do Us Part, which oh, is just I a love fucking amazing song. And, like a prayer. And, like, it, came on my, it came on my Spotify the other day. I think, I think Like a Prayer is my other favourite album, but then... Like a Prayer is my favourite, just... I would say, or Ray of Light. But on Erotica, uh, Erotica got, has some really good Light. album tracks, doesn't it? Like, I love words... I love, why is it so hard to love one another? Yeah, like, so, yeah, exactly. And yeah. what's that bitch one? Bitch stuff. The... Thief of Hearts. Yes, yes, Thief of Hearts. Is so... Erotica's a really good album. Mm-hmm. And the thing that always pisses me off about Erotica is, I think what should have happened is Justify My Love, mm. which was a big hit, was from Madonna's Greatest it, Hits, yeah. should have been saved for Erotica because it would have fit right in and it would have launched yeah, totally. the album with a big hit because Erotica is a good album full of amazing tracks, but it never had a crossover big... Mm. I mean, Erotica, the title track, was the closest, but I think it was still a little bit too underground to really yeah. catch on at radio. Um, well, don't forget Deeper and Deeper, which is, I'm going to say, in my top three. Well, I never 100%. liked Deeper and Deeper. I know Madonna fans love Deeper and Deeper, but to me, it's, it's a amazing. bit generic. And it that's um, I don't know. There's just it's just a disco classic. I just fucking love it. Um, I'm, I'm glad so you do. I'm gonna so I'm, and also um, I think I'll remember is another one of my favourite songs. Oh, that's quite um, a forgotten ballad. That was one of from I a know. soundtrack, wasn't it? Is it from the so, With Honours yeah. film? Yes, it was. Yeah. So the um, another one of my favorite albums. I know it's a compilation, but it's um, something to remember because I love the song. Something to remember. I love you'll and see. That's one of my favorite Madonna yeah, ballads. You'll see. It's also one of my favorite. So I'm to be honest with you, I couldn't, I couldn't really pick the. Well, you haven't. You've picked pick about thirty. So. As well. <laughs> You're definitely like, a nineties I mean, Madonna person, though. You've picked almost all nineties. Yeah, I am. I'm definitely nineties. Even though I mean, I was still obsessed. I mean, I, I was still obsessed when. Rev like Kim Mao and stuff because that's just such a seminal album. Um, it really is. But and you know bedtime stories and then you know and then it was back up. She was back up to being fucking amazing with confessions. I think um, Jump is one of my favorite Madonna songs. Um, and I mean that whole album for me is incredible. Although you and say then... came back, she did come back commercially with confessions. But American Life is one of my favorite Madonna albums as well. It didn't do that. It was mm-hmm. early successful at the time of coming out, mm-hmm. and obviously because of um, the fact there was a bit of controversy about the war at the time in Iraq, and she was doing a kind of war themed album. Yeah, I mean there are some good songs on it, like Impressive Instance, a good song, amazing, That's from music. a good song. Oh, is it? Oh, shit. They I'm are the same music. producer. Mew- M- Mewaz. Yeah, I that's... don't know how you say his name. Oh, so, oh, so no Ameri- Can we put some tracks on or American Life then? Because I don't think I really liked it. So there's Nothing honest. Fails. Um, there was... Apart from the Nobody- album. <laughs> Nobody Knows Me. There was the Die Another Day Bond theme got put on. Obviously, American Life, Hollywood, mm. uh, Love Profusion. There's Ecstatic Process. Uh, it's a really good album. It reminds me a lot of it's Erotica, a, actually. Doesn't have Mother and Father on it. It has Mother like and Father one. on. Yeah, that's one of my favourites yeah. from that album. Like it's that, worth yeah, revisiting. It holds up surprisingly well because it was quite weird mm. at the time. It was a very unusual album, but um, I think it's held up quite well, in my opinion. I think, um, so after Confessions, I really liked Hard Candy, actually. Uh, there was some, there was, I, I mean, I love too. the one she does with um, Dance Tonight is a fucking awesome tune. Oh, I don't like that one that much. I love, um, the one. I love Heartbeat from Hard Candy. I sounded actually deaf then, and I bet people listening wish they were deaf listening to that. <laughs> I just, I just love, I just love the vision of you <laughs> pruned and naked and red, <laughs> tr- 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 red trilling out Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> thank God, thank God, this is not a video podcast. <laughs> what a vision, a vision of love. Well, I thought something we could do is I could do you a quick fire round of some Madonna questions if you're interested. Yes! Okay, Sam Dola, you're up. Dum dum dum. What is Madonna's surname? Chaconi. Correct. Why did Elton John and Madonna have a feud? Oh, um, because he said that she lip synced her lip synced live. Correct, you're good at these. Name a successful artist that was signed to Madonna's label Maverick. Uh, Alanis Morissette. Correct, and that's the best one to say. What song was Madonna okay. performing when she fell over at the Brit Awards? Living for love. Yes. Are you googling these? No. Which of these men has Madonna not slept with? Tupac, 
Warren Beatty, Antonio Banderas of Vanilla Ice. Tupac, um, Warren Beatty. I think it's I think Warren Beatty. No, she had a full on relationship with Warren Beatty. Oh, did she? Was it Tupac? No, she fucked Tupac. Was it um <laughs> I've only got two left. Tupac left. <laughs> I'm gonna say Vanilla Vanilla Ice. No, it's Antonio Banderas. She did famously wow, have a massive well, is... crush on him and she obviously worked with him in Evita, but as far as I know, they've not slept together. I guess I don't actually fully no. know that one. Wow, I really literally got that one completely that wrong. That one was a bit of a flop. That was your um, American life. <laughs> that was, <laughs> was. Which flowers does Madonna loathe? Oh, um, fuck! Is it not magnolias? It's, um, <laughs> it's, oh, oh it's the, I know what they look like. Gladioli? No, is it? No. You won't be gladioli well, like, when you find out the answer because it's very... What is t- it? Come on. Hydrangeas. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know every gay should know that, shouldn't they? Doesn't, doesn't she? Doesn't she? She says, I fucking hate hydrangeas, doesn't she? Oh, I loathe hydrangeas. After a fan had given her a big bunch of hydrangeas. <laughs> what a bitch. Which was better than what I got when I tried to hand her the poem I'd written for it. She didn't even take it out of my hand. She just looked me up and down and gave me the death stare. <laughs> she laughed at my joke when I, when I met her. She did. I was there, Sam. I she know. Said, <laughs> you said, what's your secret to looking so young? Which is ironic now that you insult her face all the time. And she did you say pixie dust? No, she said fairy dust. And I, and I pointed at a bunch of gays over the other side. And I said, <laughs> there was something about coming from a memo over there or something. You didn't need to point at them. You could have pointed at us. There was plenty of fairies in our press pen. I, I, I think I said there's plenty of fairies here. And she, that's what she laughed at. I think it was a pity laugh, but mm, who knows? What word did... I'm joking. What word did Madonna <laughs> use to describe Arsehole. Lady Gaga's born this way? <laughs> Um. Oh, a copy? <laughs> no, but it does mean that. But that was not the word. You sh- a facsimile. You should know this. This is this was mm. iconic. Iconic shade. Um. Okay. Remind me. Sorry. Reductive. Reductive. Oh yes. Yeah, I'm more about the music. <laughs> well, the final question is music related. Who is the greatest selling female artist of all time? Oh, well, it's obviously not. Uh, well, Madonna. <laughs> It is Madonna, <laughs> but I just wanted to make that very clear because a lot of people <laughs> think that Mariah Carey a... is. There'll be a pretty in a Madonna quiz. There'll be a, um, <laughs> in a Madonna podcast praising Madonna. There'd be a pretty shitty question if it wasn't. The answer her. is Rachel Stevens. No, it's um, <laughs> it is Madonna, but people a lot of people think it's Mariah Carey, and Mariah Carey, I think at this point has sold more albums in America than Madonna. But worldwide, Madonna is the greatest selling female artist of all time, and I just want to make that clear, like Roxy Andrews. Okay. Mm. Okay. And right and rightly so because she's um she's incredible and you know I just like I just I'm looking forward to um the next chapter like I mean she has she's made a couple of pitfalls during covid the the milky bath was was wasn't great um <laughs> the milky bath So kid. I think she needs I mean I think she, and also like you know the birthday and the big tray of weed I mean she's made she has made some missteps and I think the problem is, is that's with Instagram and stuff. And I think the best thing about Madonna before was like less is more. Like you'd only get, um, you'd only get glimpses pictures when it, when it, we'd only get pictures when it was promo pictures. So they were done to perfection mm. and you knew it was going to be incredible. And um, I think because, and I think Instagram can sometimes be a narcissist's wet dream, you know, yeah. because you think because you think everybody wants to know what's going on in your life, blah, blah, blah. And I always and I just think less is more with Madge. And I think if she, you know, had the if she edited a bit, then, you know, she wouldn't have had the, the issues that she's had this year. And, you know, you could concentrate on what she was doing um creatively um yeah i know what you mean but uh, at the same time i also think when you have a career like madonna's or people like celine dion or um i was gonna say whitney houston obviously she's dead r.i.p but these people it's like you have a legacy and actually you can do whatever the fuck you want because no one can ever take no i know away yeah. from you and she said it herself bitch i'm madonna and it's like no fucks mm. given i agree sometimes she makes a fool out of herself on instagram but if that's what she wants to do she's earned the right to do it and who are we to stop her? And and the thing is, and I I agree with you. And like, and one of the things that I don't like about um the music industry, for example, um is that people say she's too old to do stuff, or that they don't put someone like I mean, someone who's a woman who's a bit older on the radio. Like Sia manages to get in simply because she wears a wig over her face. I mean, anybody else? That's the lengths you have to go uh, to to get played on radio. Well, exactly. Cover your face. Well, exactly. Well, exactly. And sometimes I think that's that's the truth. And um. I have always been like I love. I obviously I've, wa- I've watched 
plenty of millions of old interviews with her as well as new ones and you know and she's all she's always given no fucks what people think about her and rightly so and I think if she and I I mean as much as I have you know criticized whatever whatever like why can't she just do the fuck she wants with her face and she can do what the fuck she wants with her body she can do what the fuck she wants musically and she can do what the fuck she wants um creatively in total so that's what I think and there is an element of sexism as well as ageism because as absolutely again, yeah. it gets said a lot but like no one criticizes Mick Jagger or Iggy Pop mm-hmm. for being topless on stage like why mm-hmm. is a woman's naked body still so offensive in 2020 and Madonna always yeah. leads the way like she like you said with erotica she opened up the the doors her for, legs for women to <laughs> her legs and the doors for women to express themselves sexually that was like she mm-hmm. led a big revolution about women mm-hmm. aren't just there for men's sexual pleasure women have their mm-hmm. own sexuality their own fantasy and she really pushed that and women who've come after her have been able to express their sexuality through music and video and performance much more freely because she did it first and now I feel like her current battle is ageism and I think that the the Mm. female artist follower will also reap the rewards of the fact that a trailblazer Mm. like Madonna took the bullets and I always just think that's so Mm. powerful and she's my hero and she always you sort of I think you sort of have to you you sort of have to I think with older artists you have to kind of just slot into the legend sort of thing like you know you have to be like a Dolly Parton or a Cher Yes, and accept, but then yeah, like was almost a then, cartoon at this point. Then don't you yeah, exactly, and um, and like a maybe release an album once every ten years, like a comeback album, and all all the gays will rush out and buy it, go and see. Well, they don't. You know, Their albums barely chart, but yeah, but it's not. A, yeah, people no, don't expect so, them yeah. to be number one. They just mm. expect them to be like an institution, which they are, and they can yeah. pop up in an ABBA film, and it's all cool. But. Mm. Um, Right. So, I mean, I was going to say we could play a game of Humpting Wong, but we're getting on a bit, and I don't just mean our age. Should we skip it, or do you want to play? <laughs> yeah, we are. I think I think Moon might have to be quite generous with the cutting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I was going to... So, let's talk about next week. Um, so, I was we're going to do a special Halloween special, because Drag Race are doing some sort of Halloween special similar to their Christmas one. Yay! So a spooky could, Halloween! I thought we could recap that, but I only just found out yesterday, Sam, that apparently The Witches, the remake, is being released this week. Um, it is today. It's today on what platform is it again? Amazon. It is on no, it's on Amazon, but it's also on Sky, and I think it's on YouTube as well. You have to pay. I think it's around fifteen, sixteen pounds to rent it for forty-eight hours. Oh right. Well, I think we should recap that at some point. So maybe next week we will do the Halloween Drag Race, and maybe the week after that. I think we should recap this witches mm. film, don't you? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have read reviews of it already. Um, I'm going to watch it with my nieces this week because they're going away for Halloween. We were supposed to be together, but we're not now. Um, so, and also I sat down to watch um, the first one with my nieces. Uh, bear in mind, they are nine and 11. And, um, nine, 11? Jesus. Nine. <laughs> it was, uh, the first one was a bit much for the nine-year-old. I think, you know, it was it's scary. scary. It's still scary for me. Yeah. I watched it recently. It is. It is it You're is disgraced. It is quite scary. And um, so we are going to watch that one because they, apparently the new one isn't scary like like the, the original at all. It's much more um, like more more fun. Somebody called it charming, which obviously isn't what Roald Dahl meant for it to be. No, no. Well, we're going to be going yeah. in very cynical and sceptical, but we'll also give it a chance and judge it on its own merits. But um, 100%. That'll be a fun recap to have. And yeah. I guess all that's left to do is to let you... Um, say something nice to me because it's my birthday before we go. So, Ed, um, I cannot believe you're going to be... It's 33, isn't it? Oh, thanks for that. That's not leaving on something <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you're still in your fucking early 30s, so I chopped that. a few years off for you last when we talked about <laughs> last week. You could have awarded me the same generosity. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you're at the... You're, in my opinion... I'm in the pride of life. You're at the you're at the bribe of bribe. You're in you know you're this that's the best age you know you've still got so far to go and um, you know when you I I'm think going. I think I think career wise future wise yeah I mean you know you're a brilliant person your future is glowing and happy birthday to you Ed. Oh, that's actually quite creepy hearing you be nice. Let's let's just make that a once a year thing. But thank you're a you. Cunt. <laughs> that's what I like it. And uh, <laughs> but we do love you all for listening. And we'll see you next week with some Halloween special. That was more share than <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Goodbye, Ween. <laughs> <laughs> let's cut that. Bye. <laughs> Bye.